Welcome back to the Sacred Penning Podcast. I'm your host, Becca Ray. I'm a wife, mom, teacher, international best-selling author, and a transformative soul journaling practitioner. I've experienced and taught the power of this sacred practice for 24 years and journaled since the age of eight. Every Wednesday, we provide somatic, meditative inspiration and spirit-led prompts to pen your way to brighter days. Let's activate energetic discoveries together. It's all at your fingertips. Ready to get gritty? Let's dip in. Memories of touching the snow. Welcome back to the Joyful Journaling Podcast. Today we are delving deep into the art of touch and how that can be a joyful sensation that we recall and utilize in our journaling. It is getting cold where we are, sometimes almost down to single digits. (laughs) We are up in the North Country or what we call the Adirondacks, the Dax, and I live in Saranac Lake, New York and work in Lake Placid, New York. And we have been experiencing a plethora of weather changes over the last couple of weeks. Despite it all, we are definitely in the holiday spirit. And I hope that this journal break will help you take a break from any stressors or any emotional highs or lows that you're having and help you regulate for a few minutes to give yourself a mental health break during this 2022 happy holiday season. Frosty the Snowman was one of my favorite, favorite holiday time tunes when I was little. I absolutely loved watching the cartoon. I loved watching the Peanuts holiday special, the Christmas special. I loved Rudolph. I loved the Claymation Christmas. But my favorite is Emma Otter's Jug Band Christmas. (laughs) I have a lot of great memories of this time of year, but My journal was definitely in hand most of those holiday seasons, and here's why. When we are thinking about the holidays, usually we have to look at them through a lens of gratitude. So there is a lot of neural research, brain research, that proves why this can be an amazing habit to keep on with, especially when you think you're too busy for it during the holiday season. So we have started a beautiful journaling habit over the last four weeks. This is week five. Thank you for keeping with it. We'll try to keep within these 15 to 20 minute bursts of joy for your lunch break, mental health break, journal break. So a 2016 study by the University of Pennsylvania looked at the relationship between what journaling does for your brain and what it does for your heart. Gratitude is a posture of the heart, but we have to stay focused in our mind to make that gratitude applicable. So, shot of dopamine, swig of serotonin, and both of those neurons fire and wire together at the same time that we journal. From their perspective, you should have less exhaustion and cynicism, more proactive behaviors, firing higher rate of health and safety uh, in your brain sometimes higher job satisfaction just by taking these little breaks. And people who are shown to focus gratitude, especially during journaling, have fewer absences due to illnesses. Pretty awesome. 
So when we take the time to organize ourselves and to journal together, this is what's going on in your brain. Pretty amazing stuff. Again, that's by the University of Pennsylvania in 2016. One of my favorite quotes from that article I put out there into my social media post this week, and I just want to reassure you that journaling has significant neurological benefits, particularly in providing better channels for the dispersion of the hormone serotonin, and again, dopamine, serotonin, stability, peace, dopamine, rewards, joy. I am wishing you so much peace and joy during this holiday season. Now, I want to share a little story with you. Over the weekend, I had the opportunity to visit some family. I visited with my adoptive father, who I haven't seen due to COVID uh, times in quite a few years. And then I got to see my son, who I haven't seen since August. He's a hardworking student at the University of Albany, and he took a weekend break from his exam preparation and big papers to hang out with us. But the night before we got to see him for a significant amount of time, I had a whole hotel room to myself. And I treated myself to a long, luxurious bubble bath with lavender. And then I crawled into a king-size bed with the most comfortable, clean, just refreshing smelling sheets and the heaviest comforter that I have felt in a long, long time. And as I was preparing for this podcast, I thought, when was the last time I treated myself to something with the sense of touch that was so soothing, so cozy, so just for me? That's what we're going to be looking at during this particular journal episode. A warm, luxurious, nourishing experience, all tied to the sense of touch. So the language of touch affects the way that we relate to ourselves and our bodies across our lifespan. And studies that were done in 2022 showed that post-pandemic, we are craving touching things that soothe our soul. And part of this is human touch, of course. We haven't been able to have the the normal experiences of hugging humans and shaking hands and pats on the backs, high fives, all that. The old normal of the last couple years has been slashed. And we're back to touch. We are back to the magic of a physically intimate moment with someone in a way that can be just as nourishing to give a high five as it is to give somebody a kiss. We've been craving it one another. 15% of people worldwide live alone, and that affects their health, their mental health, and overall their morbidity rate. Nothing can compare to the magic of a physically present moment with something comforting or another person. The University College of London has been exploring the importance of touch and how that affects our communication, how that affects our memory, how that affects our overall quality of life. Practicing and connecting with the sense of touch 
spontaneous hugs, handshakes, taps on the shoulder, not social distancing, and actually engaging with things that are comforting to our nervous system really help our health. So today, we're going to take a little visual journey with something that touches your soul in our journaling today. Let's take a deep breath in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. All right. You're going to give yourself a big hug today. A big, cozy, warm hug. Thinking about something that you touch and it gives you some comfort, some coziness, some regulation of your nervous system. Now, I'm not advertising, but do you know one of the most popular gifts for the holiday season this year? Blissy pillowcase. There's science behind that too. But (laughs) the sense of touch is in full swing. We need to get back into using our sense of touch to get in touch with our emotions, to get in touch with our memories, to bring about on the page something magical. All right. I want you in your environment to find something that you think will be soothing and warming and cozy for you to touch. In a lot of parts of the country, it is really cold. It's been snowing. It's icy. Things that you don't really want to touch. Unless you're making a snowman, which is also a lot of fun. But I want you to find something that soothes you right now. Something that you can touch that soothes you. I'm going to give you about a minute to get that item. And while you're getting it, I want to let you know what I did the morning after I slept in that extremely comfortable, soothing, luxurious king-size bed. I woke up with the weight of the covers on my shoulders and felt safe. I felt well-rested. I felt that I could breathe easily. And I felt at peace. Just having that sensation in that warm, heavy bedding, that clean scent of the, the sheets, the heaviness of the quilt on my face and my shoulders. It really put me at ease among a really crazy busy time of year, seeing family during the holidays. Okay, you should have the item that you want to touch and enjoy at this moment to feel warm and cozy and at ease. It should make you calm, whatever you've chosen. It should be a calming sense of touch. And if you're in a hot environment, go the opposite. Find something cooling. Find something soothing if you are sweating profusely. Uh, We have listeners all over the world, so you can go the opposite with me. But most of us in North America at this time are really chilly. Okay, as usual, I want you to look at the object, but this time you're going to put your hands on it. And I want you to lightly touch the object with your fingertips. Feel the sensations. Then I want you to open your palms and rub your palms flatly along the object. Take the other side of your hand and rub it against the object. If it's a small object, put it in your hand. If it's your cat, (laughs) make sure you're so gentle it sticks around. (laughs) If it's your favorite fluffy 
feather pillow. Give it a squeeze in your arms. A gentle squeeze. Okay, put your whole body into the sense of touch now. Gently squeeze the object. If your skin isn't terribly sensitive, place the object against your skin for a moment. Is it warm? Is it chilly? Is it air temperature? Room temperature? Does it have any coarseness to it? Is there anything jagged? Or is it silky, smooth? Is it flannel? Is it wool? Is it silk? Is it cotton? About what this object is made about. Fully explore this object for the next minute. Now that you have been fully looking at and enjoying the sensation of what you would consider a calming and cozy object, we're going to set it down next to us, or we can put it on our laps, whatever is easiest for you. And we're going to take out our pen. And of course, we are keeping in the habit and the organization of journaling. So please put the date on the journal, perhaps even the time. And this is the last of our full sensory integration experiences. Now we've spent two minutes really enjoying the object. Now it's time to write. We're going to take five minutes and we are going to do writer's choice today. You can go up to down, left to right, bottom to top, <laughs> uh, in a circle, however you want to fill the page, but we are going to use the whole space of the page to spend five minutes writing about what you are experiencing with this object near you, with the recent memory of fully exploring it, wholly exploring it with your sense of touch. Okay, set a timer for five minutes and anything that comes to mind, no judgment, let the pen flow, have memory of the object. If you need to retouch it, please do so. But as much as you can write about what this particular item is telling you, what is it? What is it made of? Where did you get it? What do you do with it? For example, a warm and cozy comforter like I had at that hotel room. Uh, <laughs> you might as well sing me a lullaby with that cozy comforter. What is this object telling you? You've got your timer set, five minutes. You can put me on pause during those five minutes. Breathe in, breathe out. Let's get writing. Okay, at this point, your five minutes of writing has elapsed, and I hope that you enjoyed really putting on a show to the paper for all that that particular object made you feel as you were exploring it with your fingers, your palms, the back of your hand, perhaps the weight of it on your lap, how it felt against your face so many different ways that we can explore with our sense of touch. We are going to finish the pattern that we've been practicing for the last four weeks, and this is week five, which has been pick five of your favorite expressions, words, complete phrases, sentences, five things on that one page. And we're going to take a minute to do that now. Set your timer for a minute, really dig around the page, and circle those five your five favorites. Okay, if your timer's gone off, you are ready to do the last stage of our practice journaling, our pattern, and that is to, this time, we are going to put a cloud, a cozy, warm, friendly cloud around your very favorite expression of what you were touching today. Now, 
even though my experience at the hotel was having that incredible warm white quilt heavily on my body, I would also describe it as pillowy soft. So even though the weight of it, there was a lot of quilt to go under, it was a very light fabric, very airy. It was made of a cotton blend. And the stuffing inside it was very plush. It almost felt like if I rolled over on top of the quilt, I would have been laying on a cloud. (laughs) A very supportive cloud. What is your favorite one of those five things that you circled? Put a cloud around it. I'd like you to take that cloud and place it on the next clean page. What is inside that cloud? Write it down. My phrase might have gone something like billowy, soft, white platform. Because I felt like I was just on a platform above and beyond everything in my environment. I felt like I was floating underneath this quilt, no less if I had laid on top of it. What was your favorite description of your item that you touched? That's going to be your homework tomorrow. You're going to fully explore how that particular sensory experience of touch made you feel. Now, for now, I want you to write your initial, just one word, emotion that pops up without even thinking about it. Your initial gut reaction emotion for how that made you feel. You have just spent about, approximately, eight minutes focused on something other than everything else going on in your world. You've just spent some time fully and wholly exploring and appreciating something in your tactile environment. I hope that you too have something warm and cozy that you can get under or in between or on your lap or in your proximity that changes how you were thinking about things before. I hope that this journaling practice was enjoyable for you and we are moving on to different topics starting next week. I hope that you have enjoyed these five sensory experiences. And next week, we have a very special episode. This one will be looking at a memory of your choice. On the 21st, we have our very first guest, Diane Gibbs, and we look forward to enjoying her visual journaling experiences with her. We have a very special visual episode to share with you that we're recording in a different way. Have a beautiful week. Enjoy more tactile experiences this week, and don't forget to journal tomorrow. Take good care of yourselves.